Welcome to the Empowered Movement Podcast. Hello, friends. It is me, the host, Dr. Emily Rausch. I am a sports medicine chiropractor located in Boise, Idaho. I specialize in working with pole, aerial, and circus artists and treat people both in person and virtually. So if that's something that you're interested in, hit me up. Um, a few disclaimers. Well, mostly one disclaimer. I have a amazing golden retriever. His name is Samson that insists on being very close to me all the time. So there is a high chance that you will hear some random noises coming from him. It is what it is. And now on to the episode. Hello, friends. Happy Friday. I cannot believe it's already like almost the middle of July. Like it's July 8th when I'm recording this. Um, and summer is like already kind of halfway over. And I feel like it just is going to go by in such a blink. And I'm not prepared for the winter to come. I know fall comes first, but I live in Idaho and sometimes winter can come like really early. And so it's basically like already Halloween. And then at that point, it's basically Christmas and I whine that it's so cold out. Um, hello, though. It's been um, a few weeks since I recorded a podcast just by myself. I hope you all enjoyed the one with Marlo. Um, and then I recorded a podcast with Roz the Diva earlier in the week, maybe last week. Time's an illusion. I don't remember when we actually recorded that. Um, but that will be coming out. I'm planning on next week for that one to be um, done being edited and um, come out. And then also have um, Neo, the pole PT on my schedule to record a podcast with. So we have some pretty exciting guests coming up soon, um, which I am beyond stoked about. Um, for this podcast episode, it's going to be a little bit of chatting about some of my most recent posts and then also just sharing a little bit about um, how I'm going to moderate my Instagram going forward. I reached 10,000 followers on... I think on Monday, I believe on Monday, um, once again, time is, is an illusion. And so I don't actually remember when we finally like clicked over to um, 10,000. And well, I guess since we're talking about it, let's just get it out of the way. One of the things that's been uh, more challenging, the more followers that I gain, which I'm incredibly grateful for and like don't want to come across as like not being excited that I'm growing and being able to interact and communicate and influence um, more people in the poll space to like be aware of, of like different ways that they could be taking care of their body. Um, part of being in front of more people is that more people have the ability to interact with your content and um, share their opinions about my content. And in case you haven't been able to pick up um, that like this is something that it can be quite stressful for me. I'm not going to lie. Um, when I had a smaller following, I felt like people kind of knew me in, on like a personal level, I guess. And like there are people that follow me that know me in real life. But the following was small enough that it was like people would reach out and be like, hi, like I love your dog, Samson. Like they knew his name, they knew where I lived, like lived in Boise, not like know where my house is, that would be creepy. But it was a, a smaller community, it felt like a more intimate community. Um, 
And if people had even like thoughts or opinions or just like the ability to have a discourse and like kind of understand where like where I was coming from and where the other person was coming from seemed more accessible. And now that my following is growing and my content is getting pushed in front of people that don't have any interaction with me or haven't even been following me. Um, just they happen to come across like one of my posts or my reels in their like scrolly feed. Um, people are having feelings about the way that I post content, um, which on one hand is completely valid. Like obviously you're able to to have your feelings about anything that you interact with. And I'm not trying to say that their feelings are invalid because they're their feelings. Um, but from a content creator's standpoint, it has been um, a source of frustration for a while and more and more anxiety about everything that I say has the potential to be pushed out to a lot more people than I'm used to. And will I become more okay with this with time? Absolutely. But right now it's still really new and really fresh and have had honestly almost the entire time that I've been posting like poll specific content have had people, um, I don't know if strong, I don't really know how to describe it. Like I've had lots of um, people message me saying that like, I don't have proper the proper education to share the information that I'm sharing. I'm just straight up wrong. Like, I'm lying. I'm misleading the public. I'm deceptive. Um, what else? I got told to stay in my lane before. Um, that was from a, another provider, which was really quite sad and, like, still actually is, like, frustrating to me. But um, I've had more than a handful of posts like really irk people for a variety of different reasons. And, um, most of the time I'm going to say most of the time, cause there are some times where I'm like, Oh, the way that I worded this is going to like cause people to have strong feelings. And like, that's the intention behind the post. Um, but I've tried to shift away from that because I realized that it like wasn't serving people well for me to like, just, so strongly come out with choosing to like word things the way that I was wording it where I was like, I know that this is going to like evoke some feelings in people. So I've done some self-reflecting, done a lot of growing and have really like tried my best that I have so far to shift away from um, post. Yeah. Posting content that I know is going to like bring up feelings for people. That being said, a few posts recently, um, Got, got some people in their feels and it is something, I don't know, like I want to talk about it, but then I also am like struggling because I, I don't understand like the, the reactions that some people have, um, to some of the posts that I share because I'm like, I don't, I don't understand how you were able to get there. So, um, one of the ones that upset people recently was, um, a post that just said, Great pole dancers do more than pole dance. Um, and this was a post about cross training. And I stand by that. I will share that that sentiment with my whole chest. And I would say that for any athlete of any type of movement, sport, background, that regardless of what you choose to do for movement, you should be doing more than just that movement from a 
health perspective, like a musculoskeletal health perspective. Um, there's not a lot of sports in the world that I can think of that don't have some sort of repetition, um, whether it's like movement patterns or like muscle groups or positionings, like you're going to be in the same position quite frequently for whatever sport that you're doing. Um, and if you're not training your body to not only handle that position well, but also like the opposite movement pattern and the opposite muscle group, you're going to get overuse injuries. And so the, um, common thread or like the point of what I was trying to say with this is like on the pole training is great and important and obviously part of how you become a better pole dancer. If you're never on the pole, like really, are you going to see any progress? I mean, maybe, but probably not. Um, and then off the pole training is just as important and off the pole training, um, and just like stuff off the pole is like, it's, it's really important. There's no way around it. Like we can talk about if you're not sleeping, you're not going to perform as well. If you're not eating enough for your activity level, you're not going to perform as well. If you're not managing your stress level, you're not going to perform as well. If you're not cross training and cross training can look like so many different things for so many different people, depending upon like your own body, your goals, the lifestyle that you have. Um, there's no like one way to cross train, but it's something that like needs to be done if you want to maximize your potential as a pole dancer. And if you don't want to, like that's fine. Like go for it. Just do whatever feels good for you. But if your goal is to be a better pole performer and not like going and doing performances, but like sp athletic sports performance, um, you're going to have to do some sort of cross training. And I, I honestly, I, I blocked a lot of people this week and it's not unusual for me to have to block people on um, a fairly regular basis. And I don't love doing it, but at the end of the day, like if you're going to come into my space on the internet and like not interact with my content, not follow me, um, just take half of what I said in the caption and just like spin it to fit your own narrative and then choose to leave um, a fucking novel of a comment basically telling me that I'm wrong, that I'm trying to harm the poll community. Um, like you don't get to have access to my content anymore. So like you can be kind and ask questions and ask for clarification. But if I honestly feel at any point that like you're just being a troll, trying to get attention, trying to sound like smarter, better than me, access to my content is a privilege, not a right. And I will block you. And so the comments on the great pole dancers do more than pole dance. And I kind of want to squirrel a moment off of that is like that wording was suggested to me by a world renowned pole dancer as a way to promote my muggle gym and cross training 101 course that I'm reworking. If you're waiting for it to come back, that's what's going on with it. I'm like, taking some of it and like getting rid of some of it else. It's a, it's a work in progress right now. But that phrase was one that came up in a conversation when we were talking about ways for me to have a, a bigger impact, a greater impact on the pole community at large was to revamp my 
basic like one-on-one cross training for pole dancers and then that line was suggested as like the tagline for it I loved it if it's right in with like my biases my narrative the way that I believe that pole dancers should operate and the comments for that post went off the rails um one one person got really upset about the fact that I think the fact that I said that people should cross train which I don't understand why that's a controversial statement, but then also that like as a doctor, um, as a doctor that deals with people that have like musculoskeletal issues, um, a lot of times pole dancing is not enough cardio to meet the like weekly recommendations for cardio. Um, It can be if you're a higher level pole dancer and you're linking tricks together, your heart rate is getting up while you're in class. Um, But a lot of people aren't higher level pole dancers and their heart rate's not getting up on a regular basis. And guess what is the leading cause of death in the country? Or I think it's actually in the, in the worldwide is like cardiovascular diseases. And it's one of the, I don't want to say easy things to, to do because nothing in life is really easy, but like getting in your cardio on a, a weekly basis is one of the best ways to reduce, reduce your risk of having, a cardiovascular disease be the reason that you die when you're older. And it starts with like doing that stuff now, not when you're already on the cusp of being ill or actually being ill. So I think that was a line that like tipped it over the edge for her where I was like, make sure you're getting your cardio in. And then she made a comment of like, so you're telling me that if I just like go run, I'm going to be able to handspring. And I, I was like, no, (laughs) like, and if you really think that's what I'm saying, like, I don't know, look in the mirror because, like, that is – I don't – I'm not trying to be mean, but, like, that is a really fucking dumb thing to say. Like, in what way, shape, or form was I saying, like, meeting your weekly cardio recommended numbers is, like, 150 minutes a week is, like, magically going to make you be able to do your handspring. No, you need to work on your handspring, but then you also, to be, like, a healthy person, need to, like, make sure you're getting your cardio in every week. So um, it was a a comment where, like – I honestly just chose to ignore it because I was like, obviously, this person like has an agenda. They're like upset about something. They're trying to get attention. They very easily could have sent me a message to be like, hey, I don't understand your caption, but instead chose to have this like really there was more to the comment too. this really like long, windy. Like I was like, I don't know what you're saying. Um, And people commented back, which I think is fair like if you're gonna leave a comment that is like quite dumb on someone's post and other people are are gonna say like a what the fuck are you talking about um that's part of that like fuck around and find out and part of being on on the internet um I don't choose to engage with trolly comments I don't find it worthwhile to argue with um people on the internet and um especially people that like don't follow me because this person like didn't even follow me. Um, but then went back to see like the, the comments and do I go back and look at them? Sometimes yes, sometimes no. Um, and saw that it went like 42 comments deep and there was some comments of like, I'm surprised that Emily is allowing you to be attacked in the comment se- section, um, which is one that, Uh, kind of where this thought process came from of like I need to decide how I'm going to interact with um, the comments that come up because more and more people are commenting on my posts which is great but there's going to be the risk that 
like someone wants attention and is going to choose to to say things that are like unkind or just honestly, frankly, ridiculous. Um, and so, yeah, just wanted to to share that I'm working on that. Honestly, probably the the process that will happen is um, me messaging the person and saying like your comment is not welcome and so I'm going to give you the opportunity to edit it or I'm just going to delete it and if I have to delete it then I'm going to block you um and then just leave it at that because I need to protect my peace and um I don't get paid to post stuff on Instagram and having it be a source of like stress and anxiety for me isn't worth it and I do believe that what I am putting out into the world is benefiting the poll community and I've heard that from like many many people and I I refuse to let a very small percentage of people ruin that for the larger good of the the community um and then also just wanted to and I feel like I'm probably like saying this to the wrong people because if you're listening to my podcast like you probably aren't someone that like doesn't like the way that I communicate but just need to like share this um was also talking to my friend Lauren. Um, her Instagram is the Pole Doctor. She's based out of Australia, and we had um, some messages back and forth about the struggles that she's having with the content that she shares. Like similar, um, we we both target pole dancers, but we choose to share things in like in different ways. And her group of people are also frustrated with like both of our intent is to help the pole community and the pole community includes strippers like just want to make sure that that is like more well known too um but if the the pushback and the like mean kind of like nasty comments continue um it's it's going to make us less likely to to post content um and that's not what either one of us wants and I'm not trying to speak for Lauren it's just the gist of our conversation um especially for for me um it got this week, especially, it got really close to me just saying, like, I can't take this. Like, I can't take the, like, almost constant kind of nitpicking about the words that I choose to say or don't say. People reading what I'm saying and, like, filling in the the blanks with, like, their own experience and then, like, getting upset because they think that I said something when I'm, like are you reading the same posts that I am? Because like nowhere did I say that, like you just like spun it in your head for me to mean um, what you think that I mean, which like isn't accurate. So um, you can call it moderating. You can call it whatever you want. Basically I am um, no longer going to tolerate people interrupting my mission, um, my goal, my peace with, my business and my Instagram page. Um, and so if you can't play nice in like my area of the internet, which is my page, um, you will be blocked and I'm okay with that. And you will have access to none of my knowledge. And that is sad for you. So, um, don't do that unless, unless you don't want to interact with my content, but then just like, don't fucking follow me and don't interact. Like it seems pretty easy, but what do you do? Um, moving on to kind of talking about some of the, um, content that I posted that I always like to just jabber on a little bit more about, um, got asked and frequently do get asked about like, do I work with people online 
and in person, and I do both. If you want to come to Boise, Idaho for me to work with you in person, you are more than welcome. Um, I very frequently get asked about my educational background, um, and so I made a little post about that. Got hella fucking student loans, y'all. Two bachelor's degrees, one in exercise and sports science, one in human biology, a master's degree in sports medicine. I have my doctorate in chiropractic. I have a postdoctorate in chiropractic, or not in chiropractic, in sports medicine, I'm sorry. So two um, sports medicine degrees, and then um, I'm like almost always in some sort of continuing education course. Um, I'm not right now because I like have a lot <laughs> brain things going on, but my next one is in... Denver in October, which I'm pretty excited about. Um, another common question is how am I able to work with people virtually as a chiropractor? Sports medicine degrees, 100%. Um, don't need to physically touch anyone for them to see results because I like understand movement and how the, the body functions. Um, a really great question that I get a lot that I think is worth... Um, pondering or like saying more is what makes a chiropractor different than a physical therapist. And I'm going to say this, like not all chiropractors are created equal. Not all physical therapists are created equal as a sports medicine chiropractor. I operate a, a little bit. I'm trying to like the best example that I have heard from another sports chiropractor was like, if you take a traditional chiropractor, a massage therapist and a physical therapist and like mix them together that's the kind of educational background that I have as a sports chiropractor. Um, when I work with people virtually, obviously I don't have the ability to touch them. And so it's primarily like movement assessments and exercises and you could call them rehab exercises. You could call them physio physical therapy exercises. Like it's just movement. We're going to move our body in a, in a different way um, that will help you feel better. Um, do you teach workshops? Yes. Um, I teach workshops, um, online a lot. I do a handful of them. I haven't, I haven't actually done one locally for a while, but one of my goals, and I feel nervous saying this, um, out loud, I've only said it to a few people is I would love to be paid to travel to do workshops. So if you are listening to this and you want me to come teach at your studio, please reach out, um, because that is on my manifest list for the year. I'm still working on trying to figure out what would be the best things for me to teach. I do have some pretty like pre-planned workshops that are shorter that I have done um, locally and have been advised that potentially setting up a like longer instructor-based workshop probably would be the best option for studios. So like going over how to assess the students that are in your class, how to um, work around pain, injury, things that come up um, probably would be the best option. Um, and so I'm still, we're still fleshing that out, but um, let me know if you want something specific because I will very gladly come hang out at your studio. Um, other ones that... I get asked a lot are just like, how long have I been pole dancing a little over five years? What's my movement background? Um, I've done a lot of, a lot of different movements. I don't have a dance background. I will say that I live in Idaho. Um, and then I get asked about Samson quite a bit. He's almost eight. He turns eight in October. Um, and he's a purebred golden retriever and a fucking menace lately. Um, 
I don't know what his deal is. I don't know if the planets are doing something, but yeah, he's having a, a rough time lately. Um, other posts, um, we went over how to hip hinge, like the start of a deadlift. A deadlift is one of my favorite exercises in the world, um, not only for pole dancers, but just for like body health in general. It's really great. Um, and then chatted a little bit about how I started the pole performance program. Um, and that reel was actually really funny because the audio was from the Great British Bake Off. Um, I had a really good time filming that one. And it like didn't take me 87 years, which is always <laughs> really great. Um, another post, like this is one that I actually thought people were going to be more fired up about. It was, are you able to admit when you're not ready for a trick um, and then not being able to do so can result in an injury? Um, I truly think that this is part of the reason why injury rates are so high in pole dancers is there's a very big gap between what people think they can do and what they can actually do. And I feel like, and actually I know that part of it is we are really great at cheating into movements. Um, meaning like there's a, a way that your spine is supposed to move in this movement. There's a way that your shoulder is supposed to operate in this movement and it doesn't work for you and instead of saying like oh I can't get into it the way that like you're supposed to and supposed to is like a little bit broad because we're all built a little bit different but when you're having to compensate like hard through other areas to be able to say that you did a trick and then you're like pushing your body to its like absolute max um it's really only a matter of time if that's how you operate and there was a a person that I wrote this post like almost specifically for because they with peace and love like have no no awareness of what's going on with their body um and think that they can just will themselves to being able to do things and like as much as I wish that were possible like for my own body as well it's not like if you're not ready for something like you need to admit that you're not ready for it and do the work to help get yourself better prepared for it and if you can't do that then um you're probably going to be injured at some point. And then the, the recovery journey looks a lot more challenging than it needs to, because if you could have just like pause and be like, okay, I'm only ready for like step one or two, I'm not ready for step six. And you force yourself to do step six. Um, chaos, chaos is going to happen. Um, another post I had a really great time making was um, about how when you first start pole dancing, you're not really thinking about all of the things that go into pole. You're thinking about, you know, like which arm needs to go where, what are my legs supposed to do? Like, you know, how do I make this look not like I'm a awkward newborn giraffe? Um, and I was there too. I was just like, hey, I want to do this. I want to be able to do the cool things that I'm seeing people on Instagram do like how do I do that and I it took me getting injured to realize that like I needed to be more strategic about how I was training I needed to be smarter about how I was training I needed to take my training more seriously um and like I just shared my own personal story on this post but it's one that is like Honestly, it's the reason that I have a job. Like, honestly, almost point blank period is that this is the the cycle that people are in where they start pole dancing. 
they honestly either like love it or hate it, right? Because the people that hate it, like they just don't go to class again. But the people that love it, they're like, I love this. It's challenging. It fulfills something that I'm I need in my life. And then they go just like balls to the wall and they're going to go and go and go and then not be able to admit when they're not ready for something and then continue training until they just can't anymore. And while I'm more than happy to help people get back from an injury, it would be a lot less stressful for everyone if we could figure out a way to have the injury rates be drastically decreased. And I feel like Part of it is admitting that the cycle that we've kind of accepted to be normal in the pole community, like, isn't serving us long term um, and that we need to start thinking about longevity, sustainability, potentially putting, like, caps on the number of classes that people can take a week, having more structure, having ways to assess whether or not people are ready for something and having that be a a skill set that is like more widely known and like accepted in the pole community as opposed to anyone and everyone can take a two day course and then be an instructor. Um, so yeah, that, that was the point of that post is let's, um, let's interrupt this pattern that we're in. And I also did a, a story question about this one about like, what do you wish you would have known when you first started pole dancing? And it was the like most answered question story box that I've ever done, which is great. Um, and lots of things about like, I, you know, I wish that I would have started training my flexibility more. I wish I would have realized that taking more classes wasn't going to be beneficial. Um, a wide, a wide ride range of responses and that just solidified to me that like we need to do something different um and how to make that actually happen is like a whole nother question that like I don't necessarily know the answer to um but it's a it's a something that's where it is it's a, a stirring in my brain of like I don't know should I create a like pole dancing 101 course where it's not like, this is how you do a dip spin, but it's like, hey, this shit's hard as fuck. Um, so you don't destroy your shoulders and have to quit at like year six. Here's some things you could do. Um, instructor training. I'm not, yeah, I'm not 100% sure what, what the pole world needs, but I think it needs to change um, a little bit, a little lot of bit. Um, the other post that riled people up this past week was one that, like, um, words. So when I first started posting and, like, creating content for pole dancers, I realized that, like, not everyone sees themselves as an athlete. And I had made some posts um, a while ago about how, like, not seeing yourself as an athlete is doing yourself a disservice, not treating your body like an athlete would is doing yourself a disservice. Um, not going to providers that view you as an athlete is also doing you a disservice. And I have, I have a bad habit of like, I, I know something and I've said something on my page. So like, therefore everyone knows it and that's not how Instagram works. So it's something that recently came like back into the forefront of my brain of like, 
the part of my message needs to be like pole dancers are athletes and therefore need to cross train because athletes cross train. Pole dancers are athletes and need to be doing rehab that is different than someone that is like 90 years old. Um, pole dancers are athletes and deserve to be treated like athletes from their providers. So haven't, haven't been sharing that a lot, which I thought was potentially one of the reasons why people were giving me some pushback about my like cross training posts. Um, and I once again had someone that like popped off in the comments. Um, don't worry, they're blocked too. So they don't get to interact with my content anymore. This one actually like made me a lot of times I like get like confused when people have pushbacky comments. Um, but this person was just basically telling me that I was wrong. Um, like very much started the first line with like, nope, you're wrong. And I'm like, well, nope, you don't get to see my, my content anymore because, um, you, yeah, you don't get to come in and tell me that I'm wrong about something that like, I'm not wrong about. Um, we'll fully admit that like, I don't know everything, but like, I'm not going to argue with people that like pole dancers are athletes. Like, I'm sorry, that's a boundary that I'm not willing to cross. Um, so hi, you're an athlete. Treat yourself like one because it's going to benefit you. Um, in a few different ways, the ways that I can think of off the top of my head, like if you view yourself as an athlete and all of the things that athletes do, you're going to have less injuries. Your performance is going to be improved. You're going to train in a sustainable manner. You're going to prioritize the actions that are going to help you get closer to your goals. Um, and these are all like really standard practices in most sports. Um, for people that want to be high performers. And if once again, like if you don't want to be a high performer, if this is just something that you're doing for, for fun or for whatever, that's fine. But if you're trying to level up, you want to see progress. Um, this is the easiest way to see that progress is to treat yourself like an athlete. Um, and then almost done with our weekly wrap up and we're like a half an hour in. So going to be kind of a shorter episode today. The post I shared yesterday was a really quick, um, like 10-minute cross-training exercise. It's only or exercise example workout. There's only two exercises in it. Um, one of the common themes when it comes to me sharing cross-training content is people look at the gym that I have in my basement and they're like, well, I don't have all of that, so I can't cross-train. Or like... I need more equipment, so I can't cross train. I don't want to go to a gym, so I'm just like not going to do it. And while that's fine, that's a choice, but that is a choice because you can cross train and have like hardly any equipment. I have people that I work with that like literally don't own a weight. They own bands and like the a table and a wall, and we create ways for them to move. Um, I have other people that go to a gym and like, obviously if you have a gym, you have access to way more equipment and we can do way different things, but it's not necessarily needed. Um, so the, yeah, workout that I shared yesterday is two different dumbbell exercises. Um, so really all you need is a dumbbell and like a chair, a bench would be easier, but you can do it with a chair too. Um, and are really great. Just like simple, simple doesn't mean easy, but simple exercises. Once again, had someone pop off in the comments about I'm not doing an exercise correctly, which just makes me 
honestly giggle a little bit because I'm like, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure I know what I'm talking about, but, um, I guess, I guess go off. Um, this person, this person wasn't like 100% wrong, but it just like kind of irks me because I'm like, hey, I'm not here for unsolicited advice or like form technique. Um, but that's where you chose to go. So that's fine. Um, and then my post for earlier today, we're celebrating reaching 10,000 followers, um, which is super exciting and also kind of anxiety inducing, like I talked about earlier in this episode. But I am trying to focus on the positive because there are lots of people that let me know on a regular basis that the content that I share is incredibly helpful um, and going to keep focusing on serving those people and not the people that are annoying the shit out of me. Um, So I'm doing a giveaway with three different things. Um, The first one is a recording of all the webinars that I've done, and I've done four Um, which is not as many as I thought, to be honest. So I need to maybe step up my webinar game a little bit. So if you have any thoughts on webinar topics, that would be nice to know. Let me know. Um, And then the next prize is the Pole Performance Program handouts. I spent, oh my gosh, what day was that? One day this week, um, completely redoing them. They were something that I created when I first launched the pole performance program, which would have been like early 2021. Um, and I like really didn't know how to do Canva. I didn't really have any like consistency with like font or colors or like anything. It was just each one had its own like kind of vibe. So I went through, redid them They're in the like, I, I don't want to say boring because my, my branding is simple, but it's, yeah, the, the font that I use on Instagram, they, they're black and white. There's, like, not a lot of, like, random weird picture clip art things that I put in. Um, there are lots of swear words, though, because that I decided to, I'm just going to stick with my natural way of communicating, which is like a sailor. A sailor. Um, both of my parents were in the Navy, which is where I use the excuse, like, I was raised by two sailors, so swear like two sailors in one. Um, they're really great. I actually don't know how many pages they are all combined. The nutrition one's like 16 pages alone. So you get quite a bit of information, um, with that. And then the final prize is a 30 minute virtual consult with me. So if you want to pick my brain, do a movement assessment, um, have me look at you, do a pole move, whatever. Um, 30 minutes of zoom time with me and you can enter that, um, contest by tagging people in the comments um, and then follow me, like the post, all of those fun, fun, jazzy things. Um, the contest is going to run through next Wednesday um, and we'll, yeah, I'll just like figure out how to draw names because I don't know how to actually do that yet. It was my first giveaway on Instagram, but I, I'm not the only one that's ever done it. So I just need to figure out how to make that happen. Um, yeah, so I'm super excited for that to, to wrap up and to be able to see who wins prizes um, for it. And then other things that I have on the, the docket list with myself and my little business is I've been working on um, a like, I don't, a lot of times I don't know what to call things, which is why I like procrastinate actually like presenting them to the world but um there are a handful of exercises that tend to be in most people's 
pole performance program programs. Um, just like exercises that I wish more pole dancers were doing. That would be like a nice entry point to cross training. Um, and so I've been working on creating a PDF of those. Um, it's almost done. I just don't know what to call it. So if you have any suggestions on what I should call that, um, let me know because I'll be offering that for sale before the end of the month. I'm going to commit to that. Um, before the end of the month, I'm going to have that out to everyone. Um, and then redoing Muggle Gym and Cross Training 101. It might include a name change because I am pondering whether the Muggle Gym part of it, even though I love it, is people thinking that they have to actually go to a gym to be able to do that, to do their cross training, and they don't. Um, and then... Yeah, going to like reimagine that. That's my like next big prog- project is taking it from a four-week, once-a-week Zoom thing to I think it's going to be hmm, – I don't want to put my foot in my mouth, but I think it's going to be longer. Um, I think the luxury parts of it are going to be just like pre-recorded videos, and we're going to spend more time like actually moving during our live session. So we get to to do some more hands-on-y stuff as opposed to like sitting and learning you can people can do that on their own so reimagining that and we'll launch it as soon as I um, have it more clear in my brain um yeah I think that's all I got for this week stay tuned for Roz next week and then um Neo towards the end of the month um and yeah see on Instagram or just like out out and about in the in the world if you live in Boise and I hope you have a wonderful weekend and I'll catch you in the next one. Bye.